Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, registered dietitian and nutritionist. On our episode today, our Health Tip Tuesday, I wanted to talk about this um, idea of probiotics. I feel like I get questions about this, so I just wanted to spend a quick time today talking about it. Probiotics are something that you may be in the grocery store and be like, oh my gosh, do I need that in my life? So let's talk about if that's something that you require. Probiotics are these beneficial bacteria that live in your body and are really helpful in keeping your body healthy. In your body, you have good bacteria that lives there and you also have bad bacteria that lives in there. And that good bacteria is going to be things like your probiotics. And what that does is it really helps keep your body in check and keep your microflora of your GI tract, it keeps it balanced. There is also some immunity that a lot of your immunity lives in your GI tract. So in order for you to stay healthy, it is important to have a nice balanced GI tract. But it's hard to know if it's balanced or not, right? Because it's not something that we can get in there and check. And for the most part, our body's pretty amazing. It's able to probably do a lot on its own. But there will be instances when your body may feel imbalanced that you may require um, consuming probiotics to help give that more good bacteria that your body may need. So typically, you're going to hear about Um, probiotics, probably from food, that's going to be your big things. And you're going to hear about it in words that kind of talk about the bacteria that's in there, the good bacteria. And that's going to tend to be words like lactobacillus, bifidobacterium, saccharomyces boulardii. These are going to be like, if you're looking at a probiotic bottle, you're going to be seeing some of these strains of bacteria that are in that probiotic. Why probiotics are helpful is that they help restore balance in your body and your and your GI tract, and it promotes really good gut health. Um, why also probiotics are helpful is that they are part of your microbiome of what your GI tract is made up of, and you have immunity in there. So if you have a nice, like good functioning GI tract, it helps with immunity. So it helps decrease your risk of getting sick from different things. Most people probably take probiotics or feel like they need a probiotic if they are taking antibiotics. And that is because um, if you are taking antibiotics, one of the things that it does is it helps take that bacteria out of your GI tract that is harmful or causing some something that's going on that you need to take the antibiotic in the first place. Um, Okay, so think about like if you have a UTI or you have some kind of infection or something like that and you're needing to take an antibiotic. Typically, if you're doing that, that may result in some diarrhea because you're getting rid of all that stuff. You're trying to get rid of that bacteria in your body that, that is harming you or causing you some kind of distress. But in order for the antibiotic to work, it also takes that that good bacteria that's helping keep your GI tract restored out. So now you're getting rid of the bad bacteria, but you're also getting rid of that really good bacteria that's going to help promote um, like gut health. 
And so that's when it's really important to consume things um, that are going to have some of these probiotics in them so that you're able to restore the probiotic that you may be losing from the antibiotic. People who may be at risk um, for having like an unbalanced GI tract Maybe somebody who, like we've said, like have are in need of taking an antibiotic for a short period of time. Um, if you are somebody that has diarrhea, maybe that is somebody that a probiotic might be helpful for you. If you are somebody who has um, inflammatory bowel disease, so if you have Crohn's disease or perhaps you've had a small bowel resection, taking a probiotic or eating foods that have probiotics in them may be really helpful for you. Um, If you are somebody who has irritable bowel syndrome, so perhaps you're somebody that struggles with this idea of having diarrhea and having constipation going back and forth, eating or consuming um, probiotics may be necessary to help restore the balance that is happening in your GI tract. And then also some people take probiotics for yeast infections, UTIs. Um, I don't know the efficacy of the research that supports that. So I would probably check with your doctor when it comes to that to see if that's contraindicated with your past medical history. Because remember, we're just doing a really brief overview of what probiotics are. But so much of you know what we do is based on our own past medical history. And so... Um, with anything nutrition, you know, I think it's remembering that it's individual to you. It's not a one size fits all. So in all of these podcasts, we're talking about these general assumptions of health and we, you know, talk about things that could be helpful to you, but knowing that you have a past medical history that may be different, that may prohibit you from doing these things. And that's okay. That's just your past medical history. Now there are times when, having or using a probiotic is not helpful. So I think I've talked about in here before that I was, um, I was a critical care dietitian for many years in a hospital. And with those patients who were really sick, we never ever put them on a probiotic. So if you're somebody who is um, in the hospital. So a lot of times I think family members, if their family, if their loved one was really sick, they would say, Oh, let's bring in all these things from home that they use at home. So maybe they use a probiotic at home and they feel like that would help them get better. Um, or if you're somebody who had recent surgery, or if you're somebody who is just baseline immunocompromised, doing and consuming a probiotic, especially in the form of a supplement may not be recommended for you. And here's why. When you are consuming some kind of probiotic, most people are probably taking like a supplement and not consuming it so much from food. Those probiotics are bacteria, right? So even though it's a good bacteria, when you're in a state of being somehow compromised, not in your normal state of health, entering any kind of bacteria in your body can be really harmful because you don't know where it's going to be. You don't know where it's going to go. And so when your body is in a state 
very unlike its natural state and it's it's in this state of vulnerability you can also get an infection from the things that are supposed to be really good for you like probiotics because once you enter that and put that bacteria into your body you don't know where it's going to go especially if your body is undergoing an, an immense period of stress and so that could make you vulnerable to other infections related to the probiotics. So typically, these are the times that we, you know, want you to avoid doing a probiotic, or at least let the medical professionals decide um, if that's something that is indicated at that particular time for you or your loved ones. So critical illness, recent surgery, any kind of state that you may be immunocompromised. Um, Working in the hospital, I've I've also seen um, people take lactobacillus. I don't think it's very common, but have lactobacillus sepsis. So there are times in life when, you know, especially when you're in a place that you're not normally, when it's not, you're not your normal healthy state, that perhaps you don't want to take things that may um, actually hinder you in the long term. But again, you know, speaking to your medical team or your primary doctor, just to kind of figure out how appropriate probiotics are for you. I used to work with a pharmacist and he would talk about probiotics that they're almost as strong and potent as antibiotics. So he felt like they're, you know, we're just putting these things in our body and we don't know what is happening and that that could be harmful, right? We don't know if it's causing good or if it's causing bad. And so I kind of think about that sometimes, even when I'm thinking about taking probiotics, there's some cautious sometimes that I have not to just introduce all of this bacteria in my body and to try to get it from food because I feel like it's probably a little bit more naturally occurring and I'm able to control the amount of bacteria that I'm putting in my body where if I'm taking a supplement, it could be thousands and thousands and millions of colonies and I don't know what is happening with that bacteria and where it's going. And so when we talk about foods that are rich in um, probiotics, this is usually food that is fermented. So a lot of probiotic um Foods would include things like pickles or um, fermented foods like kimchi or yogurt or kombucha or kefir or sauerkraut or miso soup or cottage cheese. Typically on your, um, probably like on your milk products especially, you're going to see on the label that it's going to say live and active cultures in it. That would be like your cottage cheese or your yogurt. And that's good. That's just telling you that, you know, and, and, and showing you that that does have active bacteria in it to help, you know, have that probiotic benefit to help restore your GI tract. Now also, you know, we talked about this idea of supplements, but knowing that taking food that is fermented and that has probiotics in it is different than taking a supplement. If you're going to the grocery store and figuring out that you need some kind of probiotic, 
just know that it could be much more potent. It probably is much more potent than having the probiotics from your food. Because with supplements, it's going to have more colonies. It's going to have different kinds of bacteria in it. And with probiotics, there are millions and millions of different strains. And a lot of these strains of bacteria haven't been studied. And so I think that's kind of where it gets a little bit tricky because most of the bacteria that's going to have been studied is going to be the ones that I talked about, the lactobacillus, the bifidobacterium, the saccharomyces boulardii. These tend to be in, um, I think you're going to see them mostly in things like culturel or a line. They're the bacteria that's been studied. These are the strains that have been the most studied. And so there's going to be probiotics that have millions of other strains that haven't been studied ex- extensively. And with supplements like, um, like a probiotic is one of them, it's not regulated, right? The FDA doesn't regulate it. So you don't know what is in that probiotic. You don't know if that strain has even been studied. Um, and so then you're then putting it into your body. Now, again, if your body is in a place that you're generally healthy, you're moving your bowels pretty great, you know, you don't struggle with that, it's probably not going to have so much of an impact. But if you're somebody who is taking these supplements and you're already immunocompromised, or maybe you have, you know, um, you're really struggling with the whole like IBS, diarrhea, constipation, then, you know, just try to see if you can eat the foods first. That's always my preference. And then if that doesn't work, then perhaps a supplement would work for you. And again, I remembering that the probiotics out there on the market, the ones that have been the most studied are the supplements like um, Culturel or Align. Those tend to be some of the most, um, they've been out there longer and those particular live bacteria have been studied the most. So I would probably stick to those because there's a little bit more research in them and those particular strains have been studied. And so with probiotics in general, um, again, they're going to be safe for most people, but certainly you're going to be, there's going to be people, especially if you're immunocompromised, that maybe it's not a good option for you in terms of the supplement, especially. And so you would want to check with your doctor first, again, based on your past medical history to see if it's something that is appropriate for you. As always, I would say, listen to your body and know that what has worked for your friend may not in fact work for you. And so the goal here is to try to create some kind of balance when it comes to your GI tract, but making sure that perhaps you get it from food first and then advancing to supplements. And if you're somebody who struggles with GI issues like um, diarrhea, constipation, perhaps you want to talk to your doctor first, or if you see a GI doctor, kind of looking and talking to them about the efficacy of using probiotics, because it might not be something that would work for you. And again, remembering that nutrition is individualized. So I hope that you have some clarity when it comes to probiotics. I have two dietitian friends that are masters in GI diseases that I've been trying to get on this podcast forever, but it has not yet worked. So I am going to continue to hound them. So perhaps when we do our next series of women's health issues, they are able to be on there and we can talk further about probiotics and further about GI dysfunction because I feel like with women, a lot of women struggle with constipation and diarrhea. And so what are some of the things that we can do about it? 
So um, have a great day and thanks for listening today and I will see you back here on Thursday.